October 22nd, 2019, we're making this recording at my full-time job at American Christian School. It's been nice having a full-time job. I really like it here. Like, one job. Not that I wasn't working full-time hours before, because I was, but having just, like, one job, one place to go. past two months, I spent studying um, for exams for my PhD, which I passed. Uh, It was a very intense summer, very intense September, and things have chilled out a bit. I've been able to exercise more, able to get back into like a, a nice schedule, spend more time with my family and focus on some things. And over the past week, I've had three people, I think, three different instances come up that discussed podcasts. And I just knew that time to get back to it, even if I'm you know, not feeling perfect about it. Um, I had to come up with, I guess, a topic quickly because I knew it needed to get done. And the title, the topic just about knowing in your heart what's right when you make the right decision, even if um, some people come against you. So if you read in Acts chapter 15, verses 37 to 38, it says that um, Barnabas wanted to take John, also called Mark, with them. But Paul did not think it wise to take him because he had deserted them in Pamphylia and not continued with them in the work. So Paul and Barnabas had a huge split over this. They got into a big argument and they went their separate ways, basically. And now Barnabas, that I recall, is, is the one who trained Paul. And it said they had a sharp disagreement that they parted company. Barnabas took Mark, sailed for Cyprus, but Paul Cyprus and left, committing the believers. Okay, so. About two months ago, maybe three, three, four months now, I'm not even sure, my wife and I changed churches um, for many, many reasons. I had been thinking about it. We'd, we'd both been thinking about it for a while. I had been ready to leave well over a year and a half ago. My wife had inklings, but wasn't, we weren't ready to really make the decision um, as a family yet. And honestly, we hadn't even been attending that much. Yes, Christians not attending church, all us heathens. Um, largely it's because I needed those Sundays to study. Um, God has me in the PhD program right now, and that is my priority. It's what God wants. And sometimes other things take a back seat. And that included, you know, honestly, a dead church. Some people are going to hear this. They might hear this and be offended that I say that, but I have to be honest. The church, you know, and there are a lot of churches that dead, that are dead. I think John Eldridge actually wrote a book. Uh, I not think I know he did. Um, maybe 15, 20 years ago now, called "Waking the Dead" about dead Christians, and there's a lot of that, unfortunately. So um, the church we're attending to now is called Grace on the Mount. It's in uh, Metcon, New Jersey. It's very good. Um, I know a lot of the people there. Actually, a lot of my students and their families go there. So it's a good way to connect with those people even outside of my teaching. And because I teach at a Christian school. Uh, my wife actually knows a couple, knew a couple people there too. Um, a girl that she used to, um, a woman, 
that she used to work with up at Camp of the Woods. So it's been really nice. And also in more in the winter, actually really all of, most of last year, I kind of dreaded going to my old job. I was teaching at a college and um, it just wasn't a good vibe. So I was teaching there at the college and I was teaching at the, the high school, the 7 through 12 school, American Christian School, where I'm at now. And I was hoping that um, a full-time gig would open up at um, ACS, American Christian School. Um, and so I was pursuing that. And so the, it was kind of, you know, two really good, two stressful changes. Obviously, it wasn't that stressful. Job changes can be stressful, obviously. And so sometimes when you leave, leaving the job wasn't that big a deal. Leaving the church was hard. Um, to a degree, you know, we met with the pastor and one of the elders. The elder understood. Pastor was, you know, upset, disappointed, understandably. Many people have honestly left that church over the past few years. Um, and... You know, you have to sit. It's a loss. You have to sit talk about why we didn't just bail and there were disagreements uh, the church heading in one direction which a good direction the people that the church was ministering is ministering to now is that's good but we're being led somewhere else we feel God wants us somewhere else and now going to the church we're at now my wife can follow follows the pastor very well um and me knowing so many of the parents and students, I'm able to form bigger connections. And I've seen that pay off in really helping people. You know, at the school now, you can follow up. People see you not just as a teacher. They see you as someone also that they can come to. Because most, most well, maybe some teachers at least want their students to come to them. Hopefully they're not just in it for a paycheck. Um, well, obviously that, you need to make money, of course. In a private Christian school, we don't make much money. So, and I was talking to someone last night, um, actually one of the parents of one of my students, and they're looking at churches. They've tried a couple, and I'd been to one that they had tried and, um, long, you know, years ago, but uh, they looked at Liquid Church in New Jersey, and we were talking about that. And you know, He's considering, he and his son like, like, this, like Liquid and his wife and his daughter I'm sure because they have some other commitments at their old church and, or at their current church rather and uh, they're going to be meeting with their pastor because they weren't so it's, you know, that stuff's not easy because even if you know something's right it's still hard but if it's right you have to do it especially if you know God's like nudging you that way just like God nudged me into a PhD program Nudge me to AC, you know. Sometimes it's not even a nudge. Sometimes it's a big, you know, it's a big push. You know, you get pushed off the, you know, the diving board. And God affirms it. You know, He really can affirm those things. And I share this at back to school night. Um, it's affirmed because there can, there's a peace. There can be a peace. And, you know, a calmness. It's similar the same thing as peace to a degree and, and you see a difference happening like I actually really look forward to going to church and um, the school and that we have devotions every morning very short we share a little bit you know we pray 
I, I don't like missing it. Occasionally I do because, you know, if there's extra traffic or something. Or if I'm running late in the morning or my son, you know, getting out the door with my wife. And, you know, I don't like missing it because it sets up my days. Like, I really feel... Um, I'm, I'm just excited about my faith right now. I'm excited about my faith and Christianity and God and what he's doing. And um, seeing that work here at the school and being involved in forensics, the United Nations, Model UN, and track and... So I guess it's, that's that's what I'm leaving you today. It's it's pretty short. It's you know, I feel like God's wanting you to make a change. Even if you don't, you're not sure it's God. It could be God. It could be what Julie Cameron calls the Great Creator when she talks about art. She calls it the Great Creator. If things have, are becoming synchronous, if there's synchronicity, things seem to come in together. Like in the past week, I've had three different people bring up podcasts and you know that you know there's a right thing maybe you're supposed to like leave a job or try something new take a risk go to this a certain school um you know change your diet uh, change churches um end certain friendships start certain friendships and certain relationships ask somebody out you know it could be a whole slew of things adopt a cat i encourage that wholly right adopt a dog you know Adopt a baby. I don't know. Pray about it. You know, but sometimes you know. And those things will be affirmed. Um, they, they'll be affirmed and you'll know that it's something that is supposed to happen. I'm not talking pie in the sky like you know, you'll see a big sign in the sky. Sometimes people will talk against you too there is that to be aware of um, there's those negative people that come in and, and want to you know kind of steal your joy or, or um, you know you don't want those people in your life you can sometimes sense that you know you want to surround yourself with good people who will support your decisions you know if you want to change your diet and your person that keeps trying to pull you out to go to the fast food or keeps trying to shove food on you like many an Italian mom and I say that firsthand um, more so with my Italian extended family and I'm not saying you should cut off relationships with your family because of that but hopefully you get an idea of people that are just trying to pull you away from decisions that are affirming that are positive life-changing decisions um, put good people in your life pray about it and don't be afraid to take that step thank you so much for listening and stay tuned for the next one take care Thank you for listening to this episode of Authentic Christianity. My name is Michael Rett, and we'll see you next time.